Hi, everybody. It's episode 462 of PodQuest. Hey. It's Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi. Yeah, I'm here. You are. You've made it. You've survived. Yeah, you made barely. It. You made it to yet another Wednesday. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations. Thanks. Full Thanks. speed ahead and all, all that. I'm trying. Hey, man, at least you're not in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean. Because that shit is terrifying. You know... It is just billionaires. I mean, that's true, but still, like... Hold on, correction. It is four billionaires and a crew person. I feel bad for the crew person. I mean, I feel bad for everyone but the owner who didn't care that his um, things were not safe. Yeah, because it has come out. There's there's recent reports, like, that came out today that, like, yeah, they've had several reports of, like, this is not safe, you shouldn't do this. There was a whistleblower that got fired from his company... Like, five years ago, five years ago, they've known for years that this thing should not go and, under the water. And they've been doing dives. This is the shocking thing, because I think I heard they've been doing dives, like, once a month or, or something like that for, like, since then or for a few years at least. They do yeah, dive. They, they did uh, dives quite frequently. From they've apparently done upwards of 20 in the Pacific, Atlantic, and Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. So, for anyone listening that has no idea, a, like, Titanic, um, tourist submersible, um, is, like, lost in the ocean right now? Yeah. Last I heard, they were hearing banging, uh, under, uh, under surface banging, uh, from the, uh, uh, what's it called crew? The, uh, the, the, the search crew. But the region that they're searching is the size of Kansas. But yeah. they are hearing banging somewhere in this size of Kansas water area. Which could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that That whole thing is terrifying. Like, and, like, that's not one of those situations where somebody can, where you can just be like, all right, well, everyone calm down to, like, preserve the oxygen. Like. Yeah, no. And then the the problem is, and I, like, uh, Philip DeFranco, if you, if any listener here uh, doesn't listen to Philip DeFranco or doesn't know who Philip DeFranco is, he's a YouTuber, he does a lot of news and whatnot, uh, or he, he's a news YouTuber, uh, he covered the show, he covered this on, uh, what is today, Wednesday, Tuesday's show and Wednesday's show, I haven't fully listened to Wednesday's show about it yet, um, but he, uh, he made a good point of, they the scary thing isn't the fact that they're lost. It's the fact that if they find them, there's still no idea how we're going to get them back. Because they only have like three or four days of oxygen. And there's not enough time to actually rescue them if they find them. Well, I mean, you just get another submarine to come and like oh, yeah. go from below them, right? Yeah. Well, this that's a su- I don't know that they're going to be able to go below them because they're probably yeah. literally on the ocean floor at this point. Yeah. That Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that whole thing is terrifying. It is. Yeah, some billionaires died. Boo-hoo. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, in general, like, the fact that, like, like the thought of, like, dying in a tin can on the ocean floor is terrifying. You, you know, though, it's not. It's not terrifying. Because I would never go down onto the ocean floor in a tin can. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not well, a thing that, it's not a thing that one of us will accidentally have happen to us. <laughs> yeah, like, Look, that's... Speak for yourselves. Oh, it's, you plan it, on it, accidentally falling into a metal tube that goes to the bottom of the ocean? I mean, look, like, if it were an option prior to, like, yesterday, I would have said, sure, why not? <laughs> prior okay, to so, yesterday. So, why would you, why would you have gone on this? Wait, say that one more time? Why would you even consider it? 
I mean, like, who doesn't want to see the the bottom of the ocean? So you're seeing it through a camera. There's not windows. Like there, I think there is a no, window. Nope. No. No. I could have swore I saw like nope. there was one. There was one window. I thought no. But yeah, it, 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 it's a camera it's, feed. You can it, it, just watch yeah, no, any see, camera at, feed. Yeah. At that point, like there, if you are not able to see it with your own eyes, it is absolutely useless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any material that would be see-through that would be able to withstand the pressure at that depth. Like, what? What is the company's name? Fuck. Uh, oh, hold on. I think I. Still, I <laughs> oh no. Uh, Ocean Gate, which you know, great name right there, Ocean Gate. Okay, so uh, there there are no windows except the porthole through which passengers view the Titanic. So there is a porthole. Oh, is that there you can a porthole? Yeah. Okay. So there is a porthole. That's what I thought. But uh, the first I, I searched, and luckily I didn't even need the name because I just searched does the sub, and it went it auto filled everything else. The first search on there was the submersible have a toilet and the response to the submersible have windows is there is only one toilet and no seats passengers sit cross-legged on the floor there are no windows except the porthole through which passengers view the titanic yep that sounds like uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars exactly so on lighter news there's some stuff we could talk about guys yeah, Rich, what's on the agenda? Um, so, really quick, there was a trailer drop for uh, One Piece, the live-action Netflix series, um, based off of the manga called One Piece. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I went with the manga and not the anime, uh, because, I mean, technically it is based off the manga. Um, there was also a Nintendo Direct this morning, around 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, I played the Final Fantasy seventeen demo and purchased it immediately after I played it. Um... Cobb, you saw the Black Clover movie, which I'm hearing great things about, uh, and uh, we'll be talking about Face Off. We will. These are these are accurate things. Yes. Uh yeah. So Netflix released the trailer for the One Piece live action. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really good. I I was shocked. I was shocked to see it does look good. The one thing I'm always nervous about, and it's it's with everything. This is this is why I was happy that they sort of changed uh, Miss Marvel's powers. The one thing I was scared about is how is Luffy going to stretch, and how is that going to look? Um, you don't really get a good shot of his stretching abilities, but he says it. He actually yells "Gum Gum Pistol." Yeah. <laughs> which is like they're they're embracing One Piece, which is like what I want from an anime live action anime um um what's the word? Adaption. Adaption, yeah. Like I want them to embrace the anime. I want them to embrace the crazy. Uh so like that that's good. And like I've never seen One Piece. I don't really know a lot about One Piece. I just kind of know some of the characters. Uh how are you gonna do Nose Man? We'll see. Um Nose Man? Isn't there a guy with like a super long Pinocchio nose? Oh, Usopp. The, um, he, he's in the trailer. It's the black is dude he? with the slingshot. Oh, does he have a big nose? No, but I mean, that's not. it's not like his nose is like something special. He was just drawn with a large nose. But it's not him then. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it does look good. I was shocked to see how good it looked. And like, aren't there other... that it, it makes me excited because they also released single shots of The Last Airbender. Which, that one I did not watch, um... I finally watched the first season of that show, though. <laughs> you finally watched the first season of The Last Airbender? Yeah, it's fine. It's mediocre. Yeah. I, I, it's, the first season 
you're right. It is mediocre. It gets so good because it, it, it like it, the first season starts very much like with a combination of anime cartoon where it's like monster of the week, but also there is an overlying story, but it's mostly monster of the week and like not really a point to half of them. But then as the series goes on, it's if you missed something in a previous season or in a previous episode, you might be lost. There is literally like six episodes where a character is missing. And it's all about finding that character again. And, like, it is them doing whatever they can to find that character. Right. Um, but we're talking about One Piece right now. Because yeah. I'm actually very excited that this show looks as good as it does. Um, I'm a little confused about how they're going to fit everything in. Um, so I mean, They're just from... going to need to have 1,200 episodes. Well, no, no, not every... So I said that <laughs> wrong. So, yes. But, so, it's an eight-episode series. Um it is covering based on the characters that will be in it. Excuse me, and a couple of the um the the episode titles. It is covering upwards of like 70 episodes ish mm-hmm. in the in 8 episodes, which not completely unreasonable like there is like like any cartoon anime TV series like there's a lot of like fluff in there that you don't necessarily need. Um yeah. But that's still like they're introducing uh, so you get Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Usopp, and so- they're introducing the first five Straw Hats, um, and then getting to the Grand Line, which is like the first big like point of the story. Like they all start in 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 kind of like the same general part of the world, and their goal is to get to the Grand Line to find the One Piece. Um, mm. so they're getting to that point. Um. But, like, everything in that trailer actually looked really good. Ex- except the ship. The ship looks good, except um the goat head on the front looks too, like, horror-vibey. Whereas in the, in, in the manga and in the show, it's very... It's, like, wholesome. Like, it is not this goat with its, like, mouth open and, like, a battle cry. It's, like, a goat with, like, a smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, well, I mean, that it, you've already gone over that ship dies. So like that, I mean, yes, it, it dies 320 episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be like episode 12. I mean, maybe, um, no, I have a few. So depending on how long this show goes for a C, se- I, I can see a season two being, um, kind of like, like fast tracking a bit of the early grand line stuff and going right for the Alabasta arc, which is like, like. Probably the first big story arc. It's also where you get the next two straw hats with um Chopper, the little reindeer dude, and mm-hmm. Robin, the the girl with the black hair. Okay. Um, but like that that was like a big arc. It had a lot of like characters that even a thousand episodes or a thousand chapters later are still popular and people still want to see more of them. Um I think one of the most important things from that trailer though, um, Buggy the Clown is in it, and he looks fucking sinister. And I hope he's actually goofy like he is in the fucking book. Um, so there's, I, there's a brief scene in the, um, in the trailer where, um, you see just a clown, like smiling. He has like a menacing thing kind of between, um, the Joker and Pennywise, but, um, the, the new Pennywise, not the, the Tim Curry Pennywise. And it's, Rich, do you remember, um, in the last couple seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, I forget the guy's name, but it was the guy from the future that was like, Fitz and Simmons, like, grandson or something like that. Yeah. Um, that actor is playing Buggy, and I'm just like, okay, 
Like he played like weird and over the top well enough in that in in Shield. Like he was always you know like a little scattered and and crazy. Um, so I'd be in, I'm interested to see how he does playing like an over the top like pi- he's a pirate clown that um his his special power is he can like drop all of his limbs apart so like he can like throw his his hand off of his body and like smack somebody from far away. At one point, he actually loses most of his body. He is literally just his hands, his feet, his torso, and his head. Like, he loses, like, half of his torso and parts of his arms and legs. Okay. Yeah. That that character's fun. I like Buggy. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, other than that, um, other than actually Usopp, the, the nose guy, you kind of get, like, a, a decent moment with most of the straw hats in the trailer. Um, and a lot of it looks very accurate to the original story, like... Luffy meeting Zoro, it, like, I've seen, um, I've seen comparisons to, like, the first episodes versus, like, the trailer, and some of the scenes are almost, like, one for one, or as close to one for one as you can get with, like, adapting something like this, where people have crazy powers, and certain people are, you know, clowns, or giant fish people, and shit like that, Mm -hmm. um, and there's even, there's a scene near the end of the trailer um, it's after Luffy does one of his stretchy arm punches and he yells out the attack that it then cuts to him talking to Zoro and just going, all, all the cool fighters call out their, their final moves and it, it cuts to the Zoro actor just going, no, they don't. And like moving along, which fits that character really well, but is also the opposite of like the manga and stuff where Zoro does call out all of his finishing moves, mm-hmm. just like all of them do. Cause it's anime. Like, Anime characters always call out their finishing moves. Yeah. Like, they call out all of their fucking moves. Uh, but yeah, th- I, I have very rarely been impressed by, like, the live action adaptions of things, especially the ones that Netflix has been involved in. Like, One Note, or not, what, yeah, no, one, Death one Note. note. Death, Death Note was bad, but, I mean, I guess that was fully, ne- I, like, it was on Netflix, but was, was that I'm pretty Netflix? sure it was fully Netflix, yeah. Okay. But, like, I, yeah. I remember watching that, and I'd never even seen Death Note. I like, I know like the 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 gist of it, but I've never watched or read it. And I watched that movie. And I'm like, this is the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, <laughs> I had I had a time trying to watch Death Note because it was I was never able to watch it like for the first like week or so that it was out um, due to being on vacation with my family. So <laughs> this is this is a tangent, but we're gonna go into it. Um, we went to the Outer Banks, uh, this was years ago, like, I, Death Note like came 2016, out. 2017, I want to say? Yeah, I was, I, I was 29, 28, I had just turned 28 when we went to the Outer Banks, um, and, or did I just turn 29? I think I just turned 29 when we went to Outer Banks, and I'm 30, I'll be turning 35 in August. Um, so, we go down there, and, uh, there was a theater room at the place that we stayed at, at the house. And it was, like, my whole family, my brother's family, the, uh, Gwen, uh, Tabitha wasn't born? N- Tabitha wasn't born, but Audra had her in her belly. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? Everyone's out, or there's no one home. And I'm like, I'm gonna go watch Netflix. Or not, or I'm gonna go watch the, uh, the fucking, uh, Death Note. And I go into the theater room, and I set up, and I, I turn it on, and I start to watch Death Note. And, like, it just starts, or it's just loading in, and it's just starting, and in comes Gwen and my brother. And I pause it, and I'm like, she shouldn't be in here for this. It's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, she really shouldn't be in here for this. This is Death Note. It's like, no, she'll be fine. 
your choice, and I press play. And you know the opening scene of Death Note, right? Do you remember? Uh, vaguely, yeah. I know uh, it involved death. Uh, a dude gets his head chopped off by a freaking uh, ladder, like, right. rolling through it. Uh, literally, the, like, within the first five minutes of the movie, this happens. And Eric, Gwen not understanding what's going on, but not Eric not wanting her his daughter to be traumatized, was like, alright, nope, Gwen, we gotta go, we gotta go. And Gwen had a fit, she wanted to hang out with Uncle Richie and watch a movie, so then we, d- we had to change the movie to Trolls, which we saw, like, four other fucking times that weekend. And then she got up and left 20 minutes into watching Trolls. And I just ended up sitting there watching Trolls. And then I don't think I got to get alone time in the theater room until after I came home from that trip. I mean, that does, that sucks. Yeah. But, but hey, that was, at, le- at least the live action One Piece trailer looks fucking good. It looks good. Yeah. It looks interesting. Um, there, I, uh, I all- might actually, might actually watch One Piece. I mean, like, I would say watch the actual anime, but that's a lot. That's a, that's a commitment. Yeah. I mean, I could start doing one or two episodes a day, and it would only take yeah. me four years. I mean, there, there are 20 episodes. You you could watch, like, four of them in an hour. But I'm just not going to do that at the moment. I'm doing I mean, too much right now. I mean, I, I do understand that. But look, you you could do a whole different type of content where it's just you reacting to One Piece episodes on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've seen streamers just watch a full-on anime on their stream before, and I'm like, I'm surprised they don't get shut down for this. Um, because you're not supposed to do that. I mean, but, that, that is also true. Yeah. But, uh, uh, just related to the trailer, um, there, Netflix also released a video of the cast watching the trailer for the first time, and it's very endearing. Um, the actor that plays Luffy um, by like midway through watching the trailer has tears in his eyes. Nice. Um, and then at the end, like everyone's kind of lo- like patting him and like they're all smiling and happy. And like he says the most anime ass line I have ever heard in real life. Thank you guys for being my friends. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. And like other than there, uh, like of the straw hats, there are only two of them that appear to have worked before. Um, the girl playing Nami has been in a couple things, including those Fear Street movies from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And the actor playing Zoro has been in a handful of, actually, he's been in a bunch of live action anime adaptions. Um, like the, I think he, he was in like some of the Kenshin ones. He was in, um, I believe Full Metal Alchemist. I think he was Scar in the Full Metal Alchemist one. So everyone else either has no, like, credits at all or has so few that they don't even warrant like a wikipedia page yeah um but yeah i am i am definitely excited for this thing and it comes out in august and i'm looking forward to it yeah it looks interesting anyway uh there was also a nintendo direct yes there was it was a it was their basically their summer games fest event basically um or i guess e3 even though e3 doesn't exist anymore um it, right now, it'll be back, and then it'll be canceled. Yeah. Um, I'll start off with just saying I totally forgot there was Scarlet and Violet DLC coming out. Same. I mean, I kind of forgot Scarlet about Scarlet and Vi- Violet just in general. <laughs> yeah, Fair. like, that's... Like, I remember Sword and Shield... Like, I wasn't too thrilled with the post credit stuff, but I actually enjoyed the game enough to, like, get all the all the Pokemon and everything. But Scarlet and Violet, like, I just thought everything... I, I thought 
what they did was good, but their execution of it just was poor. And it ended up making me disinterested, especially the post-credits content. That, like, I was, I stopped caring. I fully stopped caring for that game. Um, I mean, that's, that is definitely understandable. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so, while I, I don't think they were bad games, I think that they were just kind of, while they, they did things differently, they were also just very simple and kind of cookie cutter. And other than, Honestly, other than the, the storyline where you're helping, like, the, the kind of douchey kid with his dog, um, nothing else was all that interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, that one was kind of interesting just because, like, there was a little bit of, like, an emotional hit to it. But, like, the Starfall team stuff, like, that was really dumb. And yeah, it- I wish they would, st- I mean, like, not, not to rant about Pokemon. I wish they would stop making, like, the villain team just, like, a bunch of delinquents that aren't really all that bad. Like, go back mm-hmm. to, like, using actual criminal organizations that 10-year-olds are fucking taken down. Yeah. Like, Team Yell in Sword and Shield was great. I loved Team Yell. They were just hot soccer hooligans. That was fun. But, like, that, that my issue with Sword and Shield was there was no main antagonist in that se- in that game until the final boss fight, basically. Yeah, and you also don't get rivals anymore, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, like, Look, Pokemon has fallen, and we we know this. We've talked about it. Hopefully, they can like pick it back up. But I mean, there's a reason Digimon games don't really come out that often anymore, too. So I mean, that is true. Um, but yeah, as far as the direct goes, I ran through like the list of stuff, and I just wrote, like wrote down mm-hmm. anything that I don't think was announced already. Yeah. Um, because there was a handful of things like Sonic, a, a fucking port of the Arkham games that it's like, whatever. Like, we've either played those games or don't care or, like, have mm-hmm. talked about them already. Um, there were only three things, and I bolded them, that, like, jumped out at me. Um, was there anything that jumped out for either of you guys, though, aside from, like, probably the three big ones? Uh, besides the three big ones, it was um, Star Ocean did stand out for me. Uh, they're doing, they're, they're remaking the second Star Ocean. Or not remaking, they remade second Star Ocean and it comes out later is that, this year. Is that actually the, like, this is a real question. Is that really the second Star Ocean game or is it just I called believe, the second story? I believe it's the second Star Ocean. I think okay. it is, like, it is the second story. It's Star Ocean, the second story. Oh yeah, because um, Final Fantasy hasn't been fucking with that whole, well, like, naming thing for 25 but, years. Well, Final Fantasy has gone in order. You, it, they give you Final Fantasy 2. It is the second Final Fantasy. This is Star Ocean, the second story. is the second story of Star Ocean. It's not How do you explain Final Fantasy 10 to? It's the second 10. How, the Crisis Core? See, that's different. Like that's a, that, But like you know what I'm saying. Like, second story. But Star Ocean uh, all takes place in the same universe. Every game, oh, I didn't it's, know it's, that. It's, it's I didn't know that until I played um, the most recent one. It's all a connected universe. Uh, characters that are mentioned throughout the universe—it's just different timelines. Like the one that I just played, Divine Force, is like the most recent in the time, or the last one in the timeline, or something like that. I, I but like there, I'm sure that you can go find a graph of where all the the Star Ocean games lie in the timeline. But there's a like one of the characters has an, a name. That's shared from families and characters throughout, like, all of the Star Ocean games. It's mentioned in all of them. And it's, like, they're, it's not their Sid, but it's, like, their Sid, whereas that character's in every game. But that character is, like, relative to the person you played as in the first one, in the second one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, I know very little about Star Ocean, 
other than mm-hmm. like it's a series that has been around for quite a while. Yeah. Um, there was also, I don't, I didn't write down the name because I was, I was, along with messaging you, I was also messaging Evan. There was a free to play adventure sim that was on there. P- Palia. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is definitely something that I might look into because yeah, I'm I, I actually, I sent that one and the Fay Farm one. Um, I sent them mm-hmm. both to Erica wow. as they were coming up. And then also, uh, uh, Silent Hope is a Walnut's ass game. So I, I missed this one, I think, because I was, I was working and I was trying to pause it when I had to like actually step away. But I think I may have just totally missed that one. What was it? It was, it was kind of, it was like an isometric, but base builder type thing. Like it was very interesting. I, I'm, I'm having like a hard time actually like fully remembering and explaining it. But it gave me, like, the art style gave me Crystal Chronicles vibes. Um, and it's like, it, it, it might be, I don't know, I'm on, uh, Nintendo's website and it doesn't, like, give, uh, it's action role playing, so that doesn't really give us any information. Um, but, like, it's, it's like an, uh, an isometric style game where, like, you go out, you do stuff, you get supplies, you come back, you build your bases, you build your, 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 your home and whatnot. Like, I, I can't fully remember, because I didn't go too in-depth with it, but just from the looks of it, I was just like, yeah, this is totally a me game. Okay. Sounds like it's not a me game, though. Probably not. So, so I pulled it up. It looks like a very chibi Diablo-like that also then has been in it. Yeah, like, I, I, to me, it felt like a little, like, Crystal Chronicles as well. I mean, sure, maybe. Maybe it was just more the art style than anything. The art style looks definitely, I can see, but, like, the gameplay, it sure looks like a Diablo-style action RPG where you have, like, three abilities that are on alternating cooldowns or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then um, a base building upgrade system thing. And then, really, the only other thing besides the uh, the, the, the the bolded stuff that you have... um. And it was it was previously announced. It, this was a Pikmin. F- it was, they had mentioned they were going to talk a lot about Pikmin Four, and I was excited to see the stuff that they showed for Pikmin Four. Um, I'm upset that it comes out in July. I'm sure they already announced that, and I completely forgot because I don't they pay did. attention to release dates anymore. We have known it was coming in July for quite a while. Yeah, uh, but they they did a deep dive into Pikmin Four, which if you're interested in Pikmin Four, watch this. I'm, I, it made me more interested in Pikmin 4 because I love the Pikmin games. Um, but I'm probably not going to get it on July 27th because I believe that might be the same day Remnant 2 releases. It could be. I don't know. Uh, I would be more inclined to get, I think you should just get both of them. Live your life. I can't, I can't, I can't afford to get both. I have to, I, I, I just got my $400 hospital bill to pay. So. Well, stop going to the hospital. I mean, tell my dog to not bite me. I mean, you, you did that yourself. Chase is a good I did. boy. I did. I, uh, jury's still out on that. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, but yeah, the, the Pikmin game does look cool, and I think it's cool that um, they did HD versions of one and two, and they're out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then physical. Well, they're out now in the eShop. Physical versions are coming September. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think that there is a way to play Pikmin one and two outside of the GameCube. I don't know that they were ever released on, like, virtual consoles or anything. No, they weren't. It was two on GameCube? I thought that yeah. was Wii U, or Wii. No, the only one that made it to, I think, the Wii generation was Pikmin 3. Yeah. So one I and two were, were fairly close together. Yeah. And three was Wii U. I remember that much. And and Switch. They did, they did a... 
Did they do it? Well, the like port? almost every Wii U game, it exists on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Pikmin 1 was 2001, Pikmin 2 was 2004, and then Pikmin 3 was 2013. There was almost Jesus. a decade between Pikmins. Jesus. And then another decade between Pikmins. Well, I mean, they had the Pikmin Go app, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. There was also Hey Pikmin. There was a lot of Pikmin stuff. It's it's a shock that it took them almost 10 years for another Pikmin game. Like another or proper. Ten, Not even almost. It, it is 10 years. Yeah. For for uh Pikmin four because like people do very much like the Pikmin series. It is it it, it, it is it almost sh- exactly ten years. Um, Pikmin three in Japan released July thirteenth, twenty thirteen, and in North America August fourth, twenty thirteen. So it's more than ten years. I mean, for us, it will be just under ten years. For I, Japan, yeah. it will be just over ten years. Exactly. Yeah, but like. People love Pikmin. It's a shock that they don't, like, support that series more. Yeah, but at the same time, like, people like it, but I don't think, um, I don't think they think they're sellers. I think it's like Metroid. Everyone always talks about Metroid games, but up until Dread, those games didn't really sell. Like, I, I, I disagree with the fact that they didn't really sell. I feel like the Prime, the Metroid Prime games sold very well. Then they just came off the face of the earth because they were all GameCube games, and they stopped making them. So, historically, like, every thing I've ever heard people talk about, um, Metroid games are games where they're usually critically well-received, and people talk highly of them, but they do not see that return in the actual sales numbers. Not that they... It's not that they're, like, really bad sellers. Like, it's not like they sell, like, garbage. But, like, I just brought up, like, um, a Metroid thing. So, Metroid Dread is the highest-selling Metroid game of all time at 2.9 million copies. Um, Metroid Prime, the original, is the next highest. It's 2.84. But 2 and 3 were both just over a million. And Super Metroid, 1.4 million. Compared to, like, Games like Pokemon that sell 20 or 30 million copies. Like, it's not that they're selling poorly. It's, it, they're doing the same thing that, like, CBS does when they compare all of their 30-minute sitcoms to the Big Bang Theory. Like, the show doesn't do Big Bang Theory numbers, so it gets canceled after a season. Yeah, yeah, you, you know what it is? You, you, you want to know what it is? Here's what it is. Cause I just looked this up. Metroid Prime released in November of 2002. You want to know what also released in Metro, in, in November of 2002? Ratchet what? and Clank, Resident Evil Zero, um, Dark Cloud 2, which I believe was a pretty enjoyed game, um, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, uh, what else was there? There was something else on there that, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Metroid Fusion. I mean, that was um, a DS game though, that doesn't count. But still, like, I think that, like, I'm sure if we were to go but through and look that up is every re- year, like, yeah, October like- through December, every year are but big sellers. That's and, th- that's the point I'm trying to make is they're, maybe they're releasing these games that are kind of getting pushed aside. Like, Pikmin is getting pushed aside for me because there's a different game coming out and everything is coming out in May, June, and July of this year. And so yeah. I, I have to push stuff aside. There, some of these games are just releasing at bad times. But but these are lifetime sales totals, not like launch sales. To, you know, like so the fact that you know Metroid Prime Two sold like one point four million copies. 
in its lifetime, like, is not, is real low for a Nintendo first party game. But also, like, like, in the defense of those games, like Richie said before, they were locked onto the GameCube, and that game came out shortly before, if I remember correctly, uh, Metroid Prime 2 came out shortly before the Wii came out. Yeah. So, like, or, it's no, lifetime. Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime 3 came out before the Wii came out. No, Metroid Prime All... 3 is a Wii game. Are, is it? Yes. Yeah, Metroid Prime 3, 100% a Wii game. Metroid Prime and Prime 2 were both GameCube games, but, like, mm. Prime 2 came out in, like, the final year of the GameCube, and, like, at that point, like, once the Wii came out, that's all anyone was buying stuff for. Like, I sold very few GameCube games after the Wii came out. I could have swore all three Metroid Prime games were GameCube. They were all on the Wii because of the, um, the, the trilogy. Yeah. But, yeah, well, like, Metroid... The Wii was also backwards compatible with GameCube. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, like, the Metroid games are not bad sellers. They are not, they don't sell what Nintendo expects their first party games to sell. Same thing with, like, Star Fox. The, the audience clamors for Star Fox, but it's not the general public that's buying it. So, every so often, Nintendo makes one, and it doesn't perform the the way they want it to, so then they spend another decade before they try to make another one. And because they're Nintendo, and because the games aren't coming out exactly, I'm sorry, not coming out, because the games aren't doing the numbers they expect them to do, they keep going back to the drawing board and making them different, instead of just making a really good version of the game people want. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like Me- Metroid Dread. Like, Metroid Dread is the Metroid game people wanted. Um, it is, I, I, the m- classic Metroid, not Metroid Prime, obviously, since they're different. Like, people, like, we waited, what, almost, 20 years for, like, a proper 2D Metroid after that? And not mm. only a proper 2D Metroid, but an actual fucking sequel to Metroid Fusion. Yeah. But, like, it's just one of those, like, there's a reason that is the best-selling Metroid game. It's on the hardware that probably has the most out there at the moment, and people were interested in, in trying that game. Are you telling me people but- didn't have the portable console of the Nintendo GameCube? But also yes. to like to the general point of like Metroid's popularity versus Nintendo's big things. Ten times the people bought uh, fucking Breath of the Wild than bought Metroid. Four times the people have bought Tears of the Kingdom in a week or whatever than bought Metroid Dread. Yeah, it sucks. Like it sucks that like you can look at you look at Nintendo and you're like they're they're like big first party stuff like. I don't know about you guys, but in my head, it's like, like, I would name Metroid as that. But, like, when you look at, like, the games and the numbers, it's really not. Like, Samus is an iconic Nintendo character, but, like, it is not an important franchise to Nintendo. It's an important franchise to the fans of the franchise versus Zelda and Mario, which are just, this is what sells our hardware. This is what we're going to just shit out all the time. So, how many copies of... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom have been sold. This says 10 million. 10 million. It's a lot of copies of that game. Jesus. That is. I, I mean, I guess that is reasonable. Because Metroid Prime Remastered has, has a million copies sold. Yeah, like, that, that's what I'm saying. Is, hey, <laughs> Metroid. Nobody, like, comparatively, nobody buys them. Yeah. But, it, but it's also... I think the series has 7 million total sales across all but, three games, or whatever many games. But yeah. I, I also, like, just minor counter-argument. Like, I, I looked it up just to compare, but also, it is a remaster of a game that 
a lot of people are over remasters, but it's a million copies of a remake of a remaster. So I don't know. You're not wrong. Like it, it is a it is a remaster. I would give Metroid Prime Remaster the credit of it is 20 years later at least. It's mm. not like some games where we're getting remasters. Yeah. Less than five years later. Yeah. Or like getting multiple remasters like we did with The Last of Us. Yeah. Um. But Drew, were there any games like other than like the the big ones that I'm gonna that we'll get to in a second? Um. That like jumped out at you? Maybe the Pigeon game. Yeah. I mean, the pigeon thing, I guess, could be fun. I didn't really watch it other than, oh, hey, it's a pi- pigeon rhythm, like, battle royale game. It's a warrior where but pigeons. I mean, it kind of has everything you like, True, Rhythm, royale, and pigeons. I mean, is it free? I'll play it if it's free. <laughs> of course not. It's a Nintendo game. Fair. No, but Pale- Paley is free. That's true. And I'll be coming out on holiday. You know, it says holiday. I went on their website today. Their website has like zero information about this fucking game. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, the but game's yeah. probably not going to be good. Well, it's, you know, it could be. But Drew, nothing, nothing else really jumped out at you from what you saw when you, because I, I think you said you were just kind of like keeping up with it on Twitter. Yeah, uh, War, good old Wario 64 was basically posting everything that got announced and like handfuls of screenshots of everything. Eh, eh. He's re- he is reliable for that stuff. That they are. Um, alright, so, I guess then, the, Rich, you kinda named a couple of things that, that I was looking forward to. I do like that they're, they're doing, um, a re-release remaster of the Luigi's Mansion game. Mm-hmm. I don't need it, I have the, the 3DS one, but I feel like that was a, a Luigi's Mansion game that did get overlooked. Um, yeah. and Luigi's Mansion 3 was fairly well received by, like, everybody, so. Um, but, they announced, uh, Detective Pikachu Returns, which is 2, is coming to the Switch. Um, and it's fully fucking voice acted. Okay, I was about to ask, is that the thing that you were say- yelling about actually was it? having voice acting? Yeah, Wasn't it was voice acted. was the first one also voice acted? I don't know. I never played it. It was a 3DS game or a DS game. Um, I don't, I know next to nothing about the, the original game, but I know this one was fully voice acted and I was infuriated. Cause it was like two minutes after the Pokemon trailer where I had to read a bunch of shitty text boxes. And like, this actually, because this is a story-driven game, it's got legitimate dialogue. It's not like a Pokemon game where, like, there's, like, four cutscenes where voice acting would have actually made a difference and, like, a bunch of Pokemon noises. Like, you don't need voice acting for all the shitty people you talk to, like, in the random towns. Like, you just need it for, like, the, the, like, the gym battles and yeah. stuff like that. The original game, released in 2016, had a voice actor. Yeah, so, voiceover. like, that... That makes it even worse. Also, that game was just 2016. I thought it was older than that. Uh, according to IMDb. Wait, is that, that's not the movie, is it? <laughs> In this adventure game for Nintendo 3DS, uh, Tim Goodman. Okay. Yeah, no, apparently IMDb has video games on there. Oh yeah, no, they um, do. If the, if the game has voice acting, it is usually on there. Yeah. I do not know if they have every game on there. Kaji Tang is the English dub voice of Detective Pikachu. In Detective Pikachu, and uh, oh, Toro Okawa is the Japanese voice. Okay, here's what it was. It came out in Japan in 2016. It didn't come out anywhere else until 2018. Yeah. Oh, wow. And there, were, there was a petition to have... There was a fan-made petition to have Danny DeVito voice Pikachu. I, I remember that. I remember that 100%, the, the petition to have Danny DeVito voice it. Yeah, no, I do remember that. I remember... I, I remember the Danny DeVito thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... I just thought that was funny that that is like coming to the Switch and it's fully voice acted. Um, I don't know that I would play it. 
because I've seen the movie and it it seems very similar to the movie. Um, and then there was a new Super Mario Brothers game announced. Well, like a two D one. Yeah, I, it just makes me laugh so much that we are now just more embracing the fact that Mario is just drugs. I mean, it always has been, right? I know it always has been, but now, like before, it was you get magic mushrooms or a magic leaf and you grow or you can shoot fireballs but now you get a magic fly or you can fly but now it's you get a magic flower and the world changes which means you're on a fucking trip mario 2 you picked up a bottle of some sort of liquid and oh now the world was different mario 2 doesn't count because that's doki doki panic mario 2 counts this Doki Doki Panic. Mario that 2 fucking count. 100% counts. Birdo exists in Mario. Canon. And the Shy Guys. And the Shy Guy. And fucking, like... I guess but that was all a dream world, things. also. That was a dream world. They're fucking... Still exist. And or that it's was all a dream. Well, you know what? It's even worse than that all those dream fucking things, like, came out of Mario's dreams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like... like he's I doing just, some I, heavy shit if that's happening. I just... I found it so funny. I was just like, man, like, the world changes, and friggin' warp pipes are moving like worms, and shit like that. It's not just, like, things are a little weird, it's, like, straight up, like, the entire world is moving and changing. And I just, I find it ridiculous and hilarious, but also awesome, and I think it looks great. Yeah, like, other than, I I mentioned it when we were in, like, our chat earlier... Something about the art style just looked slightly off, like the character movement or something. Like it, it looked weird to me. Almost like, mm-hmm. like, like the character itself was moving out of, um, out of frame rate with everything else, kind of like they did with, um, Miles in Spider Verse. Yeah. Um, but like I thought the game looked cool. Like I will a hundred percent get that because I like two D Mario's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the biggest thing, they're fucking remaking Mario RPG, Hell and it's coming yeah. out in November. Yeah. I, um, I was, I, I can now finally play Mario RPG. That's why that has not come out on the Switch, uh, online. And I'm, I'm calling it now. The reason they haven't done it on Switch online is because they knew they were remaking it. And so. Absolutely. They, they want people to buy this version and not play the old version. Yep. No, like a hundred percent. Like no arguments there. But hey, yeah. at least now, now you can be one step closer to your, your, sh- streaming channel stuff being nothing but RPGs. <laughs> just pure yeah. RPG. Literally, like, it's been it's been Tales of Arise, and then we had a month of Apex that we don't talk about anymore. Those were the dark times. And then um, it was friggin' Star Ocean and Remnant, but Remnant it wasn't quite an RPG, but mostly Star Ocean, and now Final Fantasy. And and then, yeah, it'll, I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna get Mario RPG right away. I probably will. Um, it's just, I hate this year, man. I hate it so much. Oh, it's a good year. It's just so much coming out, and I, I don't have the time or the money. It's more the money to get it all, and I want to get it all. And it's like, like, I still haven't gotten God of War from last year. I still haven't gotten Rabbids 2. I still haven't gotten Jedi Survivor. Fucking, I'm sure there's a couple of other games. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's just... Too much this year. Too much. I mean, that does sound like a problem. It is. It's a terrible problem. Friggin' City Skylines 2 comes out in November or October. I can't remember now. Which I just found out. They updated City Skylines and they have a couple of, like, 
looking towards the future things that you can like place in the in the world of cities in in your cities and one of them is a countdown clock that counts down to the day city skylines 2 is released <laughs> that's actually kind of cool yeah um but yeah the super mario rpg um it looks remarkably like those games like it, it's yeah. an upgraded like updated like like it looks it looks great but like the gameplay actually looks like those games yeah, like I've seen I've seen a few streamers recently play Mario RPG, and like there were scenes in that that I remember watching them play or seeing them play just two months ago. That I was just like, this looks just upgraded. That's it. Like it doesn't look any different. It looks exactly the same as it was, just upgraded. Yeah, I would I would assume there are some changes like quality of life stuff, but it's also Nintendo, so there is a chance that it is just a fancy coat of paint over an already fantastic game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that game did very well, and, like, as far as, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there, there will, no, that was for Star Ocean. Um, but, like, yeah, there's, we're now using a controller that has 20 more buttons than the Super Nintendo controller did. So, like, it just, it does make sense that it's like, alright, there's gonna be some updates. There's only and two. Four. Where do you get... Would, f- oh, because of the, the analog sticks? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, uh, so the, pushing in the analog sticks. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. I don't ever consider those buttons, even though they get used for so many things. They are um, totally buttons. Yeah, no, I'd like, like, I don't disagree. I just never, like, think about those when I think about buttons. But I'm like, th- like you said that, I'm just like, it's, there's just two extra shoulder buttons. But you know what I mean, though. Like, there's extra buttons. They're obviously going to do something with them. Um, they might not. That'd be hilarious if, like, the triggers just don't do anything. I mean, they could turn around and say that this game is playable with your Super Nintendo controller. I, I mean, that would kind of be dope if they actually did that. Yeah, I, I, that would actually be cool. And, like, it is just a turn-based RPG. I really don't know what yeah. adding any extra button shit into this game would do. <laughs> like, it's not I don't know. like it was an ARPG and, you know, okay, now you can assign two more skills or whatever. If I remember correctly, weren't, like... It's been a long time. Didn't that game have, like, some, like, specific, like, um, like, timing-related stuff for, like, some of the attacks? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought so. But, like, all of the Mario RPGs have stuff like that. There's only one Mario RPG, and there's a bunch of fucking copycats. Let's be realistic. But I'm saying they all have stuff like that. They do. I understand that. But I'm just saying. Don't, don't besmirch the name of Super Mario RPG with your, with your Paper Mario bullshit. Dude, Paper Mario's a fucking great series. Like, one of them was. No one likes any of the others. Everyone's still just living that high off the first one. I've never experienced a Paper Mario game that I did not like. Um, I know, like, I actually, I think it's, like, the first, like, three are super well-received. Like, the, the original and the Thousand-Year Door and one other one. But I feel like the more recent ones, people have, like, not disliked, but just been a little more, like, apprehensive of. Because, very much like Pokemon, they dumb them down and made them a little too easy. Mm-hmm. And, like, people don't want that. People want a challenge. Yeah. The Origami King was a little, you're right, was a little dumbed down. But besides that, like, they were, they were great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Nintendo Direct. There, there was some there, cool stuff. There was one other that I just remembered when looking at the list, Myth Force. Oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like a roguelike, it's, um, it, Saturday morning cartoon dungeon crawler or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, all right, all right. I just, I love the art. Like, it's, it's like, uh, what is that, what is that game called? Uh, it was an old school arcade game where Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair, yes. It, it like it keeps like the character styles look like Dragon's Lair, but like it's all three D. 
at this point and not drawn in. I mean, Dragon's Lair were fucking laser discs. Were they? Yeah, that was a laser disc game. Is that what I'm thinking of though? I uh, yes, I mean, it yeah. is also an arcade game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it was. It was. You were basically playing a yeah. cartoon in that game. Yeah. 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 That's that's that is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. It was actually. It was a big deal in in like the second season of Stranger Things, if I remember correctly. Like they were going to the arcade to play it. Yeah. But you know that that game looked neat. I will not play it because it's roguelike, but it it had a cool aesthetic. Don't disagree. Um. But Rich, do you want to tell us a little bit about Final Fantasy 16? So I played Final Fantasy 16. That's really all. No, I uh, it, I did the uh, the demo that was it's available on PS5. It's about two ish hours, two and a half hours long. So um, I, it is real quick question for you. Um, uh-huh. how much like actual game playing was there? Because I keep I hear people being like what I assume is a little sarcastic when they say it's only like twenty minutes of gameplay and the rest is all like cutscenes and conversations. I mean, it's enough game like i wouldn't be i i you you wouldn't be entirely wrong saying that it's more cutscenes but you're giving me the first two and a half hours of the game for free to play that carries over to your main game i much rather want that as a demo if i'm only getting 40 minutes of gameplay than getting midpoint of the game that i don't know what's going on with all of the powers which when you beat the story they do have something like that as well where you can continue to play the game like later on. Okay. But yeah, like the the initial stuff is yeah, I probably about I yeah, probably about like 30 to 40 minutes out of the two and a half hours was like full on legitimate gameplay. I like I I don't you, I mean you could even that's the thing. You could even boil it down to like just combat, like, depends on what you're considering, quote, gameplay. Because if you boil it down to where you're just combat, it's, alright, it's like 20 minutes, 10 minutes, not even. But if it's, like, you controlling the character and stuff like that, it's a decent amount of the game, of the demo. But, like, a lot of it is exposition and dialogue. Okay, that's that's fair. Did you enjoy it? I I loved it. I was super intrigued in the story right away. Like, it, it loads up Initially, right away, it loads up, and you have control over Phoenix fighting, presumably Ifrit, and you're 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 dodging Ifrit's attacks and hitting hitting the button to attack Ifrit. Like literally, that is the first thing you're doing is fighting Phoenix versus Ifrit. Um, and then it cuts to the character you're uh you're gonna control, whose name in the beginning his his name is Clive, but they're calling him what are they calling him? Uh. Not was it Tiamat? I don't know. It, Wyvern. They're calling him Wyvern. Um, and it's just this is where a lot of like you're just moving around and walking around and you're seeing things. Like there's no combat. There's nothing like that. And this is probably a good like twenty thirty minutes where it's just you walking around finding out about this world a little bit here or there. Um, and and it just I was just like oh this is this it, it, this looks good this looks great this looks fun. Um. And then it does a, like, 13 years ago point, at one point, and it goes to a flashback. And then this is where, like, you get trained on how to fight, and it's, like, the first actual combat. It teaches you how to, how the combat works, and then there's some more story, and then it sends, they send you on to a mission, uh, and you do the mission, and then you meet up with the, uh, with, with everyone after the mission, and then it goes to the end of the, uh, the, the, the trailer. 
or end of the demo where like there's more combat and stuff that happens and then big stuff happens like I, there there's very much spoilery things that happen in these first 2 hours that I cannot necessarily talk about um I did post a YouTube short about some reactions of things that you can do uh one of them they were both scripted fights but like one of them you're fighting a morbo which is like the big like friggin teeth vine thingies um, which is like, alright, that's a normal Final Fantasy enemy, and then the other one, you fight a fucking Dragoon, which is bad fucking ass looking. I was so excited to see that guy. That is actually um, kind of cool. And it's just, like, the combat system is, you're, I honestly don't think you're going to play this in anything beyond story mode, Cobb. What is the combat more like, um, like Souls it's a, combat? It's, it's, well, it's action, it's action, it's more action, a little bit more Soulsy than than anything else. Like, it's more souls than... It's not quite souls, but it is more souls. Maybe even put it, like, more onto a point of, like, maybe more, like, Breath of the Wild and probably... Do your weapons break? No, but, like, the... That's not the fucking combat system of Breath of the Wild. That's just a thing in Breath of the Wild. The combat is not your weapons break. The combat is is the combat. Every combat, your weapons break. It is part of the combat system. I've had... We're not going to get into that. But, it, it no, it's not... Your weapons don't break. It's like... the It is action. It is pressing buttons. It is time button pressing. It is combos. Like, they, there's one ability... Like, your, your starting abilities that you have is... You press triangle and he throws a firebolt. Or you press square and he slashes with a sword. And you, you tap square a few times. And he uh, he does a com- like a four-hit combo. Um, eventually, you get, like combos are like x and square he'll do a dash attack forward uh or you can hold triangle to charge your fire and throw it at them um circle does like a fire dash where he closes in um and then you can hit a button afterwards to like try to help stagger them it's still using like the stagger system that we've been getting used to in a lot of games where like you hit them with certain attacks certain abilities or you dodge perfectly and then hit them it starts to stagger them um and then once they get down half stagger, uh, they, they, like, they stop a second and then you can get them all the way down the, the uh, empty their stagger bar fully and you have, like, freedom to hit them consistently. Very similar to, like, how Final Fantasy VII Remake was, where, like, if you're hitting them with ice, you're dealing more stagger damage and stuff like that. Um, but this is, as far as I know, within the first two hours, you control one character. You control Clyde. I mean, that's the whole game. Clive is your yeah. only player character. And so it leans from what I'm hearing, because um, I know someone who got it today and started playing it today. Um, it it leans more on the action style, and it is his words exactly. Let me just read his words exactly. Um, uh, my review, a few hours in, it's a great action-adventure game and the worst RPG I've ever played. It's like all RPG mechanics are there just because they had to be so far. Uh, it's amazing, but has no right to be called an RPG so far. I mean, isn't it just called an action RPG anyway? Yeah, but it shouldn't even have the RPG title is what he's saying. It is uh, more every, action. Every game is like, an action RPG anyway. I mean, yeah, like they call fucking Monster Hunter World an RPG, so. Which it kind of is, right? Like, it's an action RPG. Like, you're, you're progressing your character, and like, that, as much as I fucking hate that game, like, uh, it has Monster- a lot of RPG stuff going on. Monster Hunter World has zero character progression. It but is you all are, about 
you are putting yourself your into your character. Like, RPG does not necessarily mean I, that you have to have, like, a story behind it. I, you are role-playing a silent protagonist. But then you're role-playing Link in Legend of Zelda. You're role-playing yeah. Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Like, you you are role-playing your character in Monster Hunter just the same as you're role-playing your character in Uncharted. But, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Richie, but there is no experience point system. There, there is Hunter, zero. Right? There, there are rank points, like low rank, high rank, master rank, stuff like that, that has no determination on your skill as a character. It is just an arbitrary number for you to clout that you reach 999. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 like diff- the difference is your, your armor. Like, your armor is kind of like your level, right? Because in well, order to, f- to, in order to fight the harder monster, you need to get the better armor and weapon. You, you, I mean, you don't, you can fight every monster naked with the lowest, we- well, no, not necessarily the lowest weapon because they might be too, they might be too, uh, 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 you might bounce off them if you have the weakest weapon, but like the armor gives you skills. Like, but the ar- like you can beat the game without armor. I've seen people do. It. Well, yeah, but those, it's the same way that people beat fucking um, Soulsborne games with fucking dance pads. Those people are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, you, like you can you can beat fuck. In theory, you can beat Chrono Trigger at the beginning of the game. Yeah, but Chrono Trigger. See, to me, what makes an RPG an RPG is a level system. Yes, that that was is back in the it- day. Like, I feel like now, like the like the. Like, a, a traditional RPG, yes, but, like, when you're talking, like, action RPGs, like, that becomes, like, a different thing. No, I mean, if it has role-playing game in the name, there goddamn well better, better be an experience system that like, leads to some sort of increase in your character's abilities. Yes, yeah. and, and I'm not saying, like, you need a skill system with that level up, just the level up better mean I get more health. More, more attack, more defense, more whatever per level up. See, I like, just, I think enough games are, are going about it a different way versus experience now. Cause like, like that's the other thing. Like, like the argument of Monster Hunter being a role playing game is like, there's not a lot of dialogue in Monster Hunter. It's, Hey, this is happening. Go handle it. And then you go handle it. And then you come back. Great. Thanks. Get your rank up and then I'll give you another job. You get your rank up. Hey, this is happening. Go handle it. Look, that Monster, is literally Monster Hunter all... is an RPG with all the fun stuff removed. It's just fucking fetch quests. Like, like I just, I, I, I have a hard time considering. Like, I, I would consider Final Fantasy 16 an RPG because there is a level based system with a skill point skill system that comes into play that you upgrade your skills, you make your skills better. Like, it is about your character's progress. And the armor helps. It is not Monster Hunter where the armor is your progress. And your skills are what get you to that point. Like that, that's where like, and Soulsborns are action RPGs because you get level ups and you put those points into attributes to make yourself stronger, to have higher health. Right. That is 100% an action RPG. Yeah, I do not Hunter does. Monster Hunter doesn't have that. No, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to try and argue that Monster Hunter is a thousand percent an action RPG. I'm just simply saying, like, I understand how it can be classified like that if, like, you want to put it in that container. A little. I, I'm not really, like, I, I don't fully understand it. Um, but, uh, 
or we were talking about Final so, Fantasy 16. Yeah, as far as 16 yeah. goes, like like you're saying uh, um you're talking about the combat, how similar or dissimilar is it from like the remake? Is it just completely different? It is uh it's I I would say it is more different than similar. I wouldn't say it's completely different, but I would say it's more different than similar. Uh there's no ATB or anything like that. Um there's no auto attacking, so you have to attack yourself. Whereas in in I if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I played remake. There was auto attack if you didn't press anything. Uh but the, and that would if you're not pressing anything, it would auto attack and that would fill your ATB more than if you're actually putting input commands. Um and then you would use your ATB to use different abilities and things like that. There's none of that. This is full on action combat where you go up and you have you, your generic combo is a four hit combo and you hit square four times and you hit the enemy. Um, the it adds like you can hit circle to close in and hit square to com- combine that circle and square to do a stronger hitting attack and then turn into the three hit combo from there after that first hit. Um, or three more hits, so it's the full four-hit combo from there. There is one thing that I cannot get, um, or I've tried, and I have a hard time getting it. It is an attack-based... It, 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 so you hit square to attack, and then you can cause, like, more... A little bit more damage and add damage to the stagger bar more by hitting triangle when the attack hits. And each of your sword attacks, your basic sword attacks, whenever you hit an enemy, like, each hit of the combo hits at a different point after hitting square. So, you have to figure out that combo to get all four to hit, and that adds a little bit of fire damage, because you hit them, and then he blasts a fire at them, and hit them, blasts a fire at them. And that is, if you don't hit that right, you lose your four-hit combo, because you're not hitting square in time to hit that next combo because you're trying to hit triangle to get that point, if that makes sense. Yeah, a little bit. And it is, it's, it, that is one of the harder things about this con system is that part right there. I'm like, I am having such a hard time getting this. Yeah, um, like, I, I, I'm bad at that stuff too. Like, if yeah. this was like, if it was more at like, excuse me, action, RPG, combat, like a, um, like a, like a platform, or platform, Jesus, um, platinum game. Like, not so much, like, button mashy, but a little more, like, just high speed, like, roll in, roll away, like, like, very, like, like, fast and fluid action versus the more deliberate action of, like, the Souls games. I'd probably be a little more into it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this so, is- real quick, reading the IG, or the GameSpot review, uh, he describes the combat as more Devil May Cry than, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Okay. And, and see, yeah, like, I like Devil quick, May Cry's the review. It's like, yeah, no, this looks like fucking Devil May Cry ass platinum yeah. game style it's, combat. It yeah, actually, totally, it totally leans on action style combat. So I think like, I read it wasn't the combat designer, the combat designer for Kingdom Hearts two. I think I so. Mean, I don't remember. I think I think that might be the case. Um. Oh, there was a question I was going to ask you about it. Shit. Um. Oh, it's gone. It was there, and it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, find it. it. Is there any like, like as far as like the soul sort of stuff goes? Um, does it have any of like the gimmicks, like like the stamina bar, where like you can only you can dodge or attack like only like three or four times before you have to like bounce away and like heal or or rest or whatever? To be hundred percent honest, I don't remember. <laughs> Watching the combat video like in this review. 
No. Awesome. Okay. Because that the the every every time I try like the Souls games, that's the thing that gets me. Because that is just not a playstyle I'm accustomed to. Like the the super deliberate stuff. Um, this is like a small tangent. Um, I tried. I forgot to put it on the agenda too. I tried that Lies of P game, the Pinocchio weird game. Because mm-hmm. um, there, there's a demo on Steam. Uh super cool aesthetic. You have like a robot arm, and you use that to sharpen your sword. Um, but it's it's a thousand percent a Souls like, and the little bit of Souls games I've played, it is not nearly as good as them. Like this is definitely not a from so- software game. Uh, but I got to like the first like let's call them mini boss, like basically like character that you don't just like take down with like two or three hits quickly. Um, and I couldn't even actually land a hit on them. I am so fucking mm-hmm. bad at those games, and the the combat is so like methodical. Like by the time I was rolling into him between his attacks, um, he was already ready to attack again. Like yeah. I just I could not find the timing for the window to be able to like dash in, hit him, and then dash away. I was either like dashing in too early and then not being able to hit him, or doing it too late and just getting hit myself after like swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, so that stuff I I I usually like to avoid. Yeah. So w- with this, you can certainly just. With Final Fantasy, you can just go in guns blaze. Like, you don't have to be methodical. You can just go in and run a gun. And like I said, I only played the first two hours. I don't know how much different the, the, the game play might get as you get more abilities. There are, um, I don't know how in touch with the trailers and things like that you are and how much you know about what maybe might, may take place in this game. So I don't want to, like, there's something I found out about with this game that I didn't know about just because they were like, oh, you can play a later part with these abilities. And I was like, I didn't fucking know that you got those abilities. Thanks for spoiling your own game for me. Um, so I don't know, like, what you do know about the game that I could potentially say that could be considered a spoiler. Yeah, so to be fair, other than knowing that Clive is the main character, um, that there are kaiju battles, apparently, and that you do not control, like, a party like you do traditionally in Final Fantasy games. I know nothing else about it. I have no mm-hmm. idea what the what the story's about. Um, I don't know if... Honestly, other... Uh, sorry, I have, like, like half hiccups. Um, other than knowing that there are summons in the game, I don't know if there's even actually magic. <laughs> like, that's so how little I... I'm sure there is, but it's one of those... I've, I've seen the one and a half trailers. Like, I saw the original trailer, and I think, like, half of one other one. And then I'm just like, it's a Final Fantasy game. I'm going to give it a shot regardless. Like, I don't yeah. need to see anything else. So, yeah. So there's a point. There, there's, you You do eventually get other skills in some, like, you start with fire. And you start with the ability to con- to shoot fire. That's really Spoilers. all you start with. I mean, that's, it's, I mean, it's fire. It's what you start with. You get it within the first hour of the game. Yeah. When, when I mean, I feel like every option. Final Fantasy, if your character can do magic, you're going to have fire or lightning at the beginning yeah. of the game. Does um, it level up, and is it called Fire 2 or Fyra? I don't know. I mean, if it's <laughs> not called Fyra, it, they, they fucked up. Nobody because wants the Materia naming conventions. So, um, I can't... The, the thing is, you can't go back into the demo and look at what you did. So you can't go back and look at your stats in the demo. Once you beat the demo, you're done until you get the game. Or you have to start over. To, so, like, I don't know... Like, you get skill points as you level up, and you can place them to get new combos 
or you can upgrade your existing ability. Okay. Um, so it's like, I don't, I don't know what happens if you increase the strength of your f- initial fire spell, if it changes the name. I don't know if like, right now I have charged fire because I can charge it. Well, the one, one of the good things about this system, because it's a, you, 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 I believe you get skill points per battle or might be per level, but I think it's per battle. I can't 100% remember. You can respec as many times as you want. So if you get something, excuse me, if you get something you don't like, or if you get something you're probably not going to use, or you need to change up your battle style for a boss, just reset your skills and then respec, uh, to, to your liking to help you with that enemy. Um, okay. There are items that they put into the game that seem to be bonus accessory items that will help with people who aren't very much combat inclined um, to like slow down combat or help you like to help you get those perfect dodges or to help you get those perfect parries and things like that. There are things in the game that will help you for that. If I played just the normal mode, if you play the quote story mode, it gives you those items right away. And, like, even in the demo, you have those items right away. Like, once you, like, it equips them on you or something like that. I don't really get how it explained it. But it's like, if you pick the story mode, you have items equipped that helps you with combat to make the combat less action-focused. And to where you can just focus on the story. It doesn't make the game easier, but, like, your equipment is better. Or something like that, I guess. Okay. Like, ha- yeah. like, was there a lot? I mean, I know, like, it was only a, a small portion of the game. Was there a lot of, um, like, item changing, like, like getting new equipment, new weapons, sort of thing, or was it? No. Did the did the demo I, have it pretty scaled back? In in the demo, I got a piece of leather armor. That was it. But there was really only a total of see the training combat, the goblin fight. Was there two goblin fights? One or two goblin fights? The Morbo, the soldiers. And the Dragoon. Like, there there weren't that many combat situations. Because a majority of the, the, the game... A majority of the demo takes place in a flashback. So oh, it's okay. like, there's there's not a lot of, like, in, or enhancing that you can have, I guess. Because it's all in the past anyway. That's... Okay. That That's fair. Um, How many times does the main character talk about chaos? There's zero chaos. Okay. that That's a um, plus one for this. I... I will say, I, I, I did not like the model and the design of Clive as, as a teenager. I thought he, I, I thought his nose was too pointed and he just didn't really live into his emo haircut. Cause you know, all Final Fantasy main protagonists have an emo haircut. He, he didn't really, his didn't really work with him. I mean, um, fi- for, Final Fantasy protagonists, like, created the emo haircut. Yeah. Um, but apparently, like, it gets better, like, as you play from what I hear. Like, the 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 next sequence he's uh he he fits his haircut and everything better and he looks he has a better character model that's but yeah good. it it's i i'm it's a game i'm going to enjoy i i'm super excited and interested with the lore and the story i think it's a story that you're going to like Cobb. i'm just not 100% sold on whether you will be 100% down with the combat if it's devil may cry combat probably if it's souls combat a thousand percent not it is. It is definitely more Devil May, May Cry than Souls for sure. Yeah, like if it's fi- so, if it's fast paced combat and I can like dash in, attack, dash out, like, 
and it's not all about like, oh, well, I have to do a perfect parry, frame perfect, for before I can even get an opening to attack a guy, then like, yeah, fuck that. So, like, the perfect dodges and parries will help. But you can just play the game by sw- by 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 button mashing for sure. And to be fair, like, like I'm not like I'm not talking about button mashing either. Like I'm just more of a I'd rather I'd rather get distance, wait for the opening, dash in, attack, and then dash away, than stay close and try and like dodge and parry things because I'm bad at that. Like I I never have that timing down quite right. Um, and I just I'd rather not die a bunch of times trying to get that down. I mean, then you're going to put together a build to help you do just more long-range attacks. Or I'm going to dash in, attack, and dash away. But that's actually uh, yeah. cool that you can um, customize builds. Because, like... like, you can... Because, so, your fire, your gen- generic firebolt is long-range. Right. And so, like, you, you'll you probably be able to upgrade that and get abilities that make your long-range attacks stronger and more useful so that if you are someone who's not good at close close range combat, you can just do the long range stuff. You can I'm sure because you are playing the game as just one character and it is Final Fantasy, I'm sure you can build a Dragoon. I'm sure you can build a black mage. I'm sure you can build a white mage. Uh like a, That would actually fighter. be kinda like, cool if if you can like if they have specific ways, like uh, they might not have them named that way. But, like, between abilities and armor, if you can kind of customize them to essentially fall into those roles to an extent. Because, like, like you, like you said, white mage. Like, that would be hard to, d- to play that game as a white mage, probably, if that's your only yeah. character. Yeah. But, like, it would probably be more in line with the red mage. I believe red mages are both white and black together, but, like, not as strong with both or something. Yes. No, red mage is... Yep. No. Is that what a red mage is? Yep. Yeah. Um... Or, like, I'm, I'm, maybe there's even enemy skills and you can be a yellow mage or you can be a blue, blue. mage where it's combat and fighting. Like, blue I don't know because. Enemy skills. Yeah. Are blue you, mage enemy skills? I thought you were thinking, as far as I know, thinking, there is no yellow. You're thinking of yellow because the enemy skill materia is a yellow materia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, um, the, the, um, the teacher from Final Fantasy VIII, like, her, her limit break was blue something. Because yeah. she was a blue mage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on this game. I enjoyed the demo. I honestly, I know you said you'll definitely get it, but I just suggest do the demo first. No, and I'm just going to buy it. I, I, dude, I'm totally suggesting, like, I really push you. Try the demo first. See if you like the combat and see if you like the lore. And if you're not, if you still want to play it, but you're not 100% sold, then just wait for it to go on sale. Otherwise, get it whenever you want to get it. So, I even liked the lore in Final Fantasy XV. Like, I'm a Final Fantasy VIII fan. Um, I'm going to enjoy the the narrative, and it's um, it's what's his face from Final Fantasy XIV, um, Yoshida. Mm-hmm. Um, and Final Fantasy XIV for an MMO has incredible fucking lore. Yeah. So like, I'm all for like whatever like weird like story stuff they're doing, and like the combat's going to be fine. Like from from what you said and what Drew saw, like it sounds like like Double May Cry combat. I like that kind of combat. I don't like Souls combat. Yeah, and like the video had stuff even in like the level 30, 35 range. I there was no like stamina bar. Yeah, yeah like, there, so. I, I went back. I went back and watched my uh, gameplay from Monday, and yeah, there's no stamina bar. I just I 
Samovars are so common to me that, like, I don't really acknowledge them anymore. I know they're there, but, like, I I manage them Fair. in whatever game I'm yeah. playing. So, I like, if it is in the game, I might not even realize it's in the game because I'm just used to it. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing. Like, you may, because you play games like Monster Hunter and the Souls games, you might be looking at it as, like, the combat. Like, you might be just doing combat like that because that is what you are used to. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you played like a platinum game? Uh, fuck. Um, I don't know. Uh, I not. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. Like it's not not that like 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 I play them a ton, but like I played like near. I've played all the Devil May. I have not played the newest Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Five, but I've played all the other ones to at least some extent in the past. Um, I've played some of the Bayonetta. Like I like that sort of like fast paced um action RPG combat. Near um. What was that fucking game on uh, Astral Chain? Yeah. And, like, I love that kind of combat, too. Like, that combat is great. I just... Those have... I, like... Those haven't been, like... Like, Astral Chain was definitely on my radar when I wanted it. When it it came out. Completely forgot about it. Have have never gotten it since. Um, And, like, I love those games. I have all the Devil May Cry's on Steam. I've never... I haven't played most of them. Or I haven't played uh played them since I bought them. I think I have them on Steam. I guess not. Where do I have them? I thought I did. Um, or maybe no, I have them on my wish list on Steam as well. Uh, but I have like Bayonetta on on Steam is what it is. I have Bayonetta one. Um, Bayonetta is fun. You should play it. I I want to. I w- what I want to do is get uh two and three and do do them in a row when I get all three of them. All right, that that's fair. Um. It's a shame that you have to play two and three on the Switch because apparently three yeah. runs a little rough. <laughs> yeah, eh, it is what it is. Um, but anything else you want to say about Final Fantasy before we move along? No, let's move along. We've been on this for a while and we still got book clubs. Cool. Um, I will be quick. Uh, we watched uh Black Clover: The Sword of the Wizard King yesterday, which is a, the Black Clover movie that just came out. Um, it actually simul released like everywhere from what I could see um, last week. Uh, and it actually simul-released with the dub, which was surprising. Um, it's on Netflix right now. Um, that's where you can watch it in the US. Um, it So it is very much like an anime movie where it does not appear to necessarily be part of like the, the main canon. Um, from the best we could tell based on kind of like what the characters can do and what some of them look like, it is near the end of where the anime stopped, but not quite at the end of the anime. So, like, everyone's kind of got their... They've got the powers and the abilities that they had near, like, where the anime stopped airing. So it's not like, um... It's not like going back and, like, watching, like, an early, like, Bleach movie where, like, Ichigo still had his original sword and couldn't do anything cool. Like, it's like watching, like, a Bleach movie now where Ichigo has, like, everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why I went with Bleach, but... You get the point. Um, and the, the movie, the movie wastes zero time getting started. So it, it opens up with like a flashback to all, to the, the current Wizard King and most, if not all of the captains from like a decade ago, like taking down somebody that used to be one of them. Um, and then it immediately flashes forward to there's just a big cot, like, like, uh, Magic Knight competition happening. And it's going to be Magic Knight versus Magic Knight to determine who, like, the coolest Magic Knight is or something stupid like that. Um, and normally, like, so, like, uh, uh, tournament arc in the movie. Um, and normally, 
something like that, you'd have at least a, at least a handful of rounds would go through. You know, they, they, you'd have the filler rounds real quick where they showed like, like some side characters quickly kind of like getting beat by people or whatnot. This one just goes right fucking into it where it's the two main characters going at it in round one. First, first two competitions, the fucking main characters of the show. Um, but they immediately, like before their fight even gets started, the bad guys just show up and everything gets thrown for a loop. So like the, it just, it rushes right into it. Um, and it was good because I think it was a two hour movie, but like it moved nice and quickly. Um, it did some cool stuff with, um, pairing up characters that you don't off, you didn't often see in the show get paired up. And I don't know if the manga where the show stopped gets them paired up. Um, so like the, the captain for the black bulls, which is the, the squad that you follow mostly. Um, he very rarely works with people other than a handful of other captains that aren't in his squad. Um, but in the movie, he works with, like, the secondary protagonist at one point, which is just, they're very different characters, um, so it was in, kind of an interesting thing to see. Um, and it kind of gave very much, like, again, like like most anime movies, it kind of gave everybody, like, a little moment to shine. Like, mm-hmm. everyone got to do something cool, um, they all got to fight people that, like, in the show would have been way outclassed by them, but they did the thing of, like, pair, like, teaming basically putting teams of people together. Um, so like the stronger the team of people, um, the smaller that team may have been. So the, the black bulls captain and the other protagonist, it was just the two of them fighting one person. Um, whereas basically the entire remainder of the black bulls fought another one together because them combined are not that strong, really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the, the basic idea of the movie was, a bad guy from previously um, uses his magic to resurrect three of the previous wizard kings who had, like, a similar ideal to him. Um, and their plan is to basically take over the kingdom, um, siphon all of the magic power out of everybody, and rule the kingdom in a way where, like, everybody is equal. And by everybody being equal, they really mean everyone is beneath them. And they have total control over everybody. Because, okay. you know, villains. Um, you do get the idea from them that they're, they were pushed to the extreme over, like, like their life and seeing it, like, the way that the world worked. Like, it's not like they were villains from the, from the get-go. But, like, by the, by the end of their lives, like, they had just, they had seen so much shit that they didn't think the world was working the way it was. Um, and I guess it, it's also important for anyone that doesn't know what Black Clover is. Um, it's a show based in a world where every single person in the world has magic. Um, not everybody has good magic or powerful magic, but everybody can do something, and it's usually something unique. Um, and some of the magics are actually really unique. Um, there's, like, people, like, their magic is, like, key magic. Like, they can make keys to unlock anything. Um, there's one guy, he has mirror magic, so he can make, like, he can make mirrors that will reflect things, but he can also make mirror images of things. And, you know, there's just, there's lots of cool ways that things can get done in there. Uh, there's one character, she, she does sheep magic and her sheeps are cooks. And when they cook things, it's very RPG. When they cook things, they restore, um, people's health and magic power. So like, it's just like a weird little white mage. Um, the main character though, Asta has no magic power. Um, 
his whole life he's had none. He was always kind of like the butt of everyone's jokes, but he was still determined to become the Wizard King, which is the most powerful wizard, obviously. Um, and at the point where he would get like, everyone gets a, a grimoire, like that is supposed to like enhance their magic abilities at like a certain age. At the point he's supposed to get one, he doesn't because he has no magic power. Um, but something happens and he gets, um, he basically gets anti-magic. So like he has a sword that can just negate magic. And it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like how this one plays out where like his abilities are directly opposed to the guy who can steal people's abilities. So, you know, it was fun. I liked it. Um, I'm trying not to give too much away because it, excuse me, did just come out, but, um, it was a nice continuation from kind of where the series left off while also being separate enough that they never have to reference any of this again. Um, it does make me wish that the, the show was continuing and there's just no word on that. Um, the anime ended, I want to say in spring of 2021 with like 170 episodes. The manga is still going. The manga is well past that now, but it was kind of running into like the shonen issue of like the long running series where it wasn't doing um, seasonal the way like My Hero has been doing, where it takes a year off and it has time to build up that little bit of a buffer. It was basically doing just back-to-back seasons with maybe just small gaps between them. And it was getting to the point where like they were having to stick filler arcs and stuff in there. And I don't know if that was hurting the ratings or if they just decided to, to end it at the time. But they ended it on a fucking cliffhanger. And there's just no word if it's ever coming back. And it's a fucking mm-hmm. bummer. <laughs> but... Yeah. The- but the movie was a lot of fun, and I recommend if you have if if you've seen the show and know enough about it, um, it's worth checking it out on Netflix. Nice. I've 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 heard about the show, and I've heard the movie was really good, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, the, the show's fun too. It's 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 like a lot of that type of show where, like, if you look back at like a, a Naruto or a Bleach or a Dragon Ball, like the the beginning of it is is rough because like they're definitely trying to figure out the characters still. The voice actors are trying to figure out how to voice those characters. And most of them can't really do anything cool yet. It's not until you get, like, you know, a couple dozen episodes in where, like, people have cool powers and they're doing cool shit. Yeah. But either way, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it finally came out. Was, I think it was supposed to be out, like, a year ago. And it got delayed because of, like, COVID production issues and stuff. Because mm-hmm. it got announced right after the series ended back in 2021. So it was quite a while for them to make this movie. Um... How about book club? How about it? How about it? Drew, this was your pick, I think, right? I guess, maybe. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. I think it was. Uh, what did you think, Face Off? It's uh, an action movie that you can tell was directed by John Woo. Was that a John Woo movie? Yep. Yep. Okay. I guess all that fight scene, all those gunfights make sense. <laughs> all the dives and the, the wire. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was, there was one dive. Near the very end, during the gunfight in the apartment with the kid, that, like, he, uh, Nick uh-huh. Cage, does this weird spin dive to turn himself around that made zero fucking sense. And I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, what, which one are you talking about? I don't oh. remember this. It was, it was like... I'm trying to 100% remember how it went, but, like, he was in the middle of the floor, and it was, he was shooting, was he shoot? was it at, in the hospital, or was it in the apartment, or was it at the church at the end? I can't remember, but, like, it was just a pointless, like, circle dive 
forward that had no effect to the movie at like had no well, effect to his standing at all. There was also and, in the prison um during the electric chair scene like where he breaks out and he does a forward dive somersault and pulls the guard's gun out of his holster as he like tumbles over him and immediately comes up and shoots like the dude on the um the like mezzanine. I, I mean, you know the uh, that could have been it too. I like it. Just there was just so many weird theatrics to this movie that like I was like, this. No, some of these just don't make sense. I don't get it. And just be- because we're on the Nick Cage um, era of of things, Nick Cage as Caster at the beginning of the movie is just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like he leans into being like a sociopath so much at the beginning of that movie. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, John Travolta also did a great job as just, like, creepy sociopath, um, but, like, Nick Cage, he was he was just chewing everything in those scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, it was so good, his, like, the acting and, and his, like, dive down into Troy, or, uh, uh, like, his, his pretending to be... A character, it's hard to explain, but you know how the movie is. He, like, he was kind he, of like losing himself a little bit at times. Yeah. He, but like him, when he first became Caster, or when they first put his Caster's face onto, uh, Travolta's body, and it's now Nick Cage playing John Travolta playing Nick Cage. And his dive into Nick Cage playing John Travolta playing Nick Cage when he was just Nick Cage playing John Travolta, like that, and in in the fight sequence in the the prison, it was just so good. And like his like slow change to like I'm a normal person to oh right I gotta be crazy let's be crazy and then that Nick Cage eyes and those Nick Cage smiles and stuff like that. yeah like man the movie was over the top though like in a good way yeah like I actually it's been a long time since I've seen it I forgot how much of this movie he's just in prison for mm-hmm. um totally. Well, <laughs> How long was the timer for? For the bomb? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Because, like, they they say, yes, they say at the beginning of the movie, with modern uh, 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 anti-inflammatories or whatever, healing time is down from weeks to days. But it literally feels like in the movie, he he got the surgery and went right to prison. And then Nick Cage got the surgery and came right out of the hospital. Agree. And it was just like that. That's not days. That's minutes, man. Like, look, man. Did you did you see them three D printing the ear and then reattaching it? They were just lasering scars away. Like yeah, in nineteen ninety seven, they apparently had the technology to just laser scars away. But your body would still react to having your face pulled the fuck off because also. Your face isn't just coming off. You're peeling that thing off. Eh, it's fine. They put a new one on. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like the, the, I'm sure, I don't know how close. It's probably kind of far, but I'm sure we're coming close to technology being able to 3D print ears. But like, we're still 30 fucking years since this movie. Yeah. I will say one of the things I found like the funniest, I guess you could say. Um, so, John Travolta to Nick Cage. Little, a little more reasonable. Like, John Travolta had longer hair and had, had, had a little more weight to him. So, like, the doctor even said, like, you know, like, like, we'll, we'll, we'll slim you down a little bit. We'll cut your hair. Like, 
Like, this will be fine. Nick Cage to Travolta. Both times. Like, like, like actual, like, caster to, to him and, like, the reversal at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to add weight and hair back yeah. onto him. Yeah. It's, and, and height. Didn't they have to make him taller? A little uh, bit? Um, marginally. But I, I think that's one of those things where, like, if you if like you were to look at like the notes of the characters from the movie, it probably said they are the same height. No, yeah, they did mention they had to alter his height. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. How the fuck do you alter somebody's height? You break How the their fuck legs do you and <laughs> at, like legitimately like you break their legs at a rod and oops. Yeah, but how do you make them shorter? Uh, you, you take bone away. St- yeah. You chop part of their leg off. <laughs> the best way to lose weight is to get a leg amputated, so the best way to get shorter is to just get some ankles cut off. Uh, it's 11 days on the bomb. 11 days. Yeah. So this movie takes place over the course of 17 days, give or take. 16, maybe. Um, because she she spent, she said, and like his wife was like, I've we've spent five nights together, and I thought he was you. Um, so let, he, let's roll back for a second. This no. movie takes place over the course of about six years, um, because the movie opens up like six years prior. Well, you know what I'm okay. saying, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, but then the the rest of the movie is in six is or in, sixteen or seventeen days. Or no, something. it's it's even less because he comes home, he returns home, but doesn't go defuse the bomb right away. Probably a day or two. So the movie, the the main focus of the movie takes place in let's say. 13 to 14 days. You can get face-changing well, surgery twice in 14 days. Well, I mean, they do say that it's days to recover, not weeks. Days yeah. is two. Two days. Two days recovery. But but also, he they, they he did defuse the bomb with, like, literally two seconds left on it, so we yeah. know it was 11 days. It was 11 days Plus, like, another three or, like, at least another three, maybe four. Because she was like, we were together for five days, and I think he had already gone home once before he defused the bomb. So I think it's four days top. So 15 days total in this movie. It's just, it's so funny. It's so ridiculous. Um, And then, like, the the captain's funeral, uh, they planned that within a day. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, like... He was already old and obviously had a bad heart, so they were, they probably had most of that stuff just ready to go. <laughs> um, it's just like some of, some of the things in this movie are just, I'm like, this timeline just doesn't work. It also, does not work. Just, just to like, like talk about weird things real quick. Um, outside of the timeline, what the fuck was up with the dude in the hospital? Like, so at the end, after, after Cage Travolta, like, told his wife that it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like patching him up at the hospital and then Travolta Cage shows up and the wife is at that point like working on somebody else and he like Oh he's missing half cu- his fucking face. Yeah. She oh. she like <laughs> throws the curtain open, he rips the covering off the person's face, who is obviously awake but did not move an inch. And it just it looks like somebody fucking shot him through the other side of his face. I'm like, why the fuck is she just like gingerly working on this in just uh, like out in the the open. Why is that not happening in like a surgical <laughs> room? Yeah, like that man obviously has a chunk of his face blown away by a shotgun. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like it was just so over the top. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I 
I, I mean, this obviously just shows more the, the craziness that was Troy Caster and less about, like, the system and the man. But, like, it's Caster they Troy. attacked Caster Troy. They attacked that the, the apartment. There was a fucking kid. There was innocent people there. Like, no, no officers would do that shit if they saw a kid in that building. But it was just like, oh yeah, no, let's just have a gunfight with this random fucking five-year-old child just walking around in this, in this apartment. Yeah, and like, it's his kid, right? Like. It was, it was Troy's kid, yeah. Or Caster's kid, yeah. Whatever his fucking so, name is. So I didn't realize this. Um, so, Travolta, not Travolta, Cage and his in-movie brother. Um, they're named Caster and Pollock. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that as a fucking dog food brand. Um, so I thought I thought they were named after after dog food. Um, I just looked it up. Apparently, they're actually g- Greek, um, Roman mythology figures. Okay, okay. Um, and I just think that's funny. Like, I'm just like, I just assume they're. Pa- I assume based on them being psychopaths that their um their parents were just awful human beings and named them after dog food. But it looks <laughs> like they may have actually been named after like Greek Roman mythology characters. Yeah. Oh, I love because this is a '90s movie. The anti-goth agenda in this movie. Oh, uh, with it, with uh, them, like with, with constantly talking shit to the daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's it's every '90s movie. Every '90s bad kid was either goth or wore a leather jacket. She was both, dude. I will say too, like Travolta in that one scene where he like takes the cigarettes was so fucking creepy. Oh yeah, terror, ter- extremely creepy, extremely oh. creepy. But also, when he pulled the douchebag from that 70s show out of the car and just beat him, I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Because um, I just, I did not expect that. And him just kicking the window in and ripping him out of the car. And then, like, not even, like, punching him, beating him. Like, literally kicking him in the nuts and then throwing him across the car. Yeah. Like, that 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 was probably the best fight scene in that movie. Oh, fuck, that was Danny Masterson. Huh? How about that? Yeah. Was it? Oh, wow. Yeah. No, no, no I, surprise there, I guess. Couldn't think <laughs> of his name. <laughs> That's that's true. The face, how like is face off a true story? Yeah. It, it, could, it very much could be. Um, I do love, and I, I I think this is what it's called. I can't remember the Mexican standoff at the very end. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, where they just more yeah. people just kept kept coming in, and, and everyone just has a gun pointed at everyone, and I'm just like, what is this right now? I love it. Yeah, like that. the The end of this movie is is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, between that, between like the thirty minute fucking boat scene, um, I will I will also say I love at the beginning of the movie where just you know FBI agent John Travolta just throws a man out of a helicopter and takes over. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I have to catch this guy. Get out of your helicopter. I'm ta- I'm commandeering this vehicle. Yeah, I, like look, there's so many inaccuracies and things that really wouldn't work in this. Like, I, why the fuck does nobody, literally nobody other than, like, the doctor and one guy know what they did? Like, nobody else at the FBI, not a single fucking other person knows that that's not fucking true. Well, <laughs> the, the doctor, the, it, was, it was the three. It was the doctor, it was the woman, and it was the guy. The woman and the guy were both part of the FBI, and the doctor wasn't. Why were all three of them at the doctor's office to be burned? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, That's the question. It's not why they, why they, they had only the to keep it of... secret. 
But how did, like, that That might have been cut for time or something, which I feel like they probably shouldn't have, which was why or how did he get them there? Because there's no reason that should have happened. That is true. That is true. Because, like, they're, they're, they're FBI agents. They're, they're officers. If people came rolling up to their house to kidnap them, to bring them somewhere, th- they... There's no way they would have... I mean, they did... I think, if I remember correctly, they... No, the doctor looked beat up. The other two you didn't really get to see a lot of. But, like, there's no way they would have gotten gotten kidnapped that easily. Or, there's no way people wouldn't have actually known what the fuck happened at, at that point. Like, Nick Caster's out. He he wasn't... I mean, he was actually sent to prison because they... It, it was just... It was weird, but it was funny. But also, even, like, just... Why the fuck did they have to send him into the prison and not just take Pollux out of the prison to talk to the changed <laughs> fucking... I, I mean, that, that seems that... too simple. <laughs> that, well, that's, also, that's... also, why the fuck did the voice changer thing not break in that first fight after the doctor was like, mm, if you get hit like at all, it might well, be... <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's hit... It was like hitting the vocal cords or something like that, or like hitting like the the neck. It was like, that's what, what was supposed to break it. But it's like, uh, oh. don't get in the fight. But fucking oop, immediately prison riot. Like. Yeah. But he didn't get hit in the throat then. Yeah. Um. Totally. Fu- totally fine at that point. Totally. Definitely no hits in a fucking hand to hand brawl. At, like make a glancing blow to your throat at all. Like. Yeah. Getting thrown across the room, like, isn't gonna jostle your throat. Like, no. Yeah. What? I don't know. This movie, it was great. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. It's definitely not, like, the best movie ever, but it was definitely an enjoyable time and an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I agree. I, I had fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's, like, any other, like, notable parts that we haven't really touched on, but I don't think, I don't really think so. I think, like, we touched on most of the movie in general. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so too. Um, like th- that is from that era of Cage movies where he did a lot of just like ridiculous action movies. Um, and like not all of them were ridiculous. Like th- that's that's a little condescending. Like you have like The Rock in there. Um, there's that movie Snake Eyes, which not an not an action movie, but still just Cage being Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess are you guys ready to see what the next Nicolas Cage movie is? Sure. Yeah. Let's see. All right. All right. So we are going to watch the 2023 vampire movie, Renfield. Okay. I can dig it. So we got old Nick Cage with Face Off. We got medium Nick Cage with uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. And now we have new Nick Cage with Renfield. Yeah. I dig it. And, uh, I dig it. That Renfield is on Peacock streaming. Mm-hmm. So we, we, sh- we shall see how this goes. It's um So it is supposed to be a sequel to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, where, like, Dracula is in, I think, Los Angeles, and, um, uh, Nicholas Holt, who played, um, like, Beast in the newer X-Men movies, um, plays, like, his, his servant. Mm-hmm. So, should be a good time. And Ben Schwartz is in it. We get, we yeah. get Nick Cage and Ben Schwartz. Yeah, I'm all for it. I, I've seen trailers and stuff for it. I'm excited. Yeah, I know, it, it apparently, like, like, I did see, it does not have very good, like, reviewer scores. But it's got decent audience scores. So it's probably yeah. at least, like, fun, if not good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that'll be in two weeks on July 
6th? July 6th. Yeah. Yep. And I guess, is there anything else either of you guys feels like talking about? No, I think that's it. Um, I think we're good. All right. Well, in that case, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us at your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All of those things help a whole bunch. Uh, we're also on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Then, Rich, what's your schedule, stream, stuff, place? All right. So it's changing because uh, I am fed up with Twitch and all of their bullshit. I initially was thinking of going over to Kick, but I'm also not really 100% sold on Kick being worthwhile. Um, their $16 an hour does seem pretty solid and lucrative. However, I don't trust that site to continue much longer, and I don't want to lose people. So... I moved over everything to YouTube. YouTube.com slash at bwalnuts. Uh, and you can find me posting Let's Plays as well as live streaming on my same schedule. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And usually on Sundays. Unless I'm like super busy or unable to play due to recording the Let's Plays. So again, YouTube.com at bwalnuts uh, slash at bwalnuts. And I'll be playing uh, Sea of Thieves on Thursdays. And uh, Final Fantasy 16 starting on Sunday. Monday will be Retro Night. So come check out Retro Night at least. Fun. All right. And with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.